welcome to episode one of a very special Disrupt podcast two-parter, looking at the benefits of public relations, or PR, to African tech startups. This series, brought to you in partnership with Africa-focused PR company Talking Drum Communications, will discuss the value public relations can bring to your startup in good times and bad, and offer founders some advice when it comes to best practice. The African tech startup space is growing at a staggering rate, and a thriving content industry, led by ourselves at Disrupt Africa, has developed around it. It is pivotal then that startups learn how to get their stories told, be it to gain customers, raise funding or attract talent. And PR is key to that. In this episode, we'll look at the whys, whens and hows of working with PR experts, whether in-house or in the form of an agency, and what benefits can be gained from telling your story in an effective way. Next week, in episode two, we'll look at the other side of the coin and how having a strong PR function can help startups survive in times of crisis. Many thanks to Talking Drum Communications for their support and insights, and we hope you find the series useful. Bemini Adiwo, or Bemi for short, is founder and managing director of Talking Drum Communications, which helps innovative businesses in Africa get more effective publicity and to shape beneficial perceptions of the work they are doing on the continent. Founded in March 2021, it works with the likes of Trade Depot, AutoCheck, Relief, Vendees, Nomba, Curacell and Remedial Health, among others. So what we really do with these guys is we help them to curate their message in a way that supports whatever business goal they want to achieve. So whether that's to raise money, that's to expand, acquire businesses, get acquired, um, launch new products, whatever it is that they want to do, we help them to curate their um, their narrative in a way that enables whatever business goal it is that they want to achieve. Let's start with the basics then. What actually is PR? For me, it's just about um, sharing and managing information to uh, influence a certain understanding or perspective of an entity. An entity could be like a person, a, a, a product, a, a group, a company, whatever it is. But it's in that whole activity of sharing information and managing information to, to, to shape that perspective. What then differentiates PR from marketing? Demi says they are definitely interlinked, but still distinct. The main difference between PR and marketing is that marketing seems to be, from my understanding, um, seems to be more focused on driving sales. So which hence the the marketing um, element in the name is about driving sales, where, like I mentioned before, PR is about the perception now the two things work hand in hand. You're, you're, you can't, you, you don't just have a perception for the sake of having a perception. If you're an organization and a business, um, the perception should feed into the business. So the sales, the, 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 the product, all those kind of things, it should feed into it. But at the same time, uh, the, the, the success of your marketing should also feed into your perception. Um, so yeah, I think that's, that's the main difference, um, that, that I, that I think uh, exists between uh, PR and marketing. And those two work hand in hand. You, you often find PR marketing teams sitting side by side. Uh, sometimes PR sitting on the marketing. In some rare cases, marketing sitting on the PR, even though I'm, I'm not entirely sure about that. Um, but you get that sort of, it, the, the two, when, when, when it's well-organized and well-structured, they, they, they complement each other very well. 
Often people have a false perception that PR can do marketing's job, yet all the evidence suggests it is actually far more effective when it comes to attracting partners, investors and talent than it is in driving sales. Every company then, before hiring PR-focused employees or contracting an agency, needs to ask themselves what they want PR to do for them. And different companies may need PR at different stages. A good example I like to use is if you are a a company that's just starting, you don't have any customers, you're just in the ideas phase um, and you're just kind of going to market to sort of try and onboard your first couple of customers, then maybe PR is not what you need at that point because there's not really much to PR. Um, I like to use the example of the multiplier effect. Um, if you multiply 10 by 1, you get the same 10, but if you multiply 10 by 10, you get 100. So PR really comes in with that multiplier effect in terms of you build on something, you build on an existing sort of um, product, an existing service, and you shape a narrative around that product or service in a way that then drives um, whatever kind of business growth you want to achieve. The best time to start thinking about PR is when something tangible has been achieved. Your, your story is more powerful and more impactful when is a little bit more founded and grounded in um, some sort of hard facts, like you've 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 done X amount of sales, you 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 have X amount of customers, you you have actually have like a tangible story to tell. We can then PR can then focus on how to tell that story as well as possible, rather than PR coming in at a stage where there's no product. We, we've we've had to sort of manage out some some clients in the past where they they just didn't have anything to talk about. And that just makes a very awkward conversation between the the agency and 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 and, and the client. So my, my 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 preference is always that we we work with organisations that have a story to tell of some sort, and the story cannot just be the fact that they exist. Should you decide you do have a story to tell, aren't you as a founder, the one that knows your business best, the natural person to tell that story to the world? Bemi, in fact, advises seeking expert help to ensure your message is heard. I think it's a it's a matter of expertise, right? So um, <laughs> there's no as much as many people like to think they're some kind of Swiss Army knife uh, businessman that can do all things. And to be fair, there are people who are naturally very good at doing PR. But quite often, what you find is you find someone who is a very good product person, or someone who's a very good um, strategy person, or someone who's good at different things. But they, they excel at that one thing. Yes, they may have competence in in other areas but quite often what you find is um, people typically have their strengths uh, focus in one area um, and in, in in a way it's the same way you need a team to run in your, any organization it's not just about one person doing everything or 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 one sort of one like two or three people doing everything you want to attract the 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 best people possible to support you in achieving what you want to achieve. And also the other thing to mention is that sometimes, even if you are, like I said, I've met people who are just naturally good at like public relations and they know even public relations people, they just have that like almost like a natural gifting with being able to speak very clearly, having a clear idea of what they want to achieve and how to tell the story uh, about their products and service in a way that supports their, 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 their overall goals. And it, it just comes very natural to them. Um, but I feel like, especially for those kind of people, as the organization grows, it's, it's one less thing for you to have to worry about 
PR function is also more valuable to startups that are further down the road, as there are often many more stories to tell by that point, and the workload in telling them can become too much. Where the agency comes in and adds value is when there's a lot of work to be done around. So this is where it's no longer just like the odd article every quarter or the piece everywhere. It becomes, okay, we actually have like a strong news pipeline or um, we need to invest in shaping a, pers- uh, a perspective um, or perception uh, uh, around who we are and what we do and to kind of maintain this as an engine, have like an engine behind it that does it consistently. Should a startup's PR function be in-house or come from an agency? It boils down to competence. Just because people work internally doesn't necessarily give them any magical competence. What I tend to find is, uh, from my experience, I spent most of my career working agency side. So again, I'm a bit biased towards the agency model. Um, and I think what you typically find with um, PR agencies, especially when you get a really good PR agency, is that um, specialists in this in, in their field. You get people who have worked over a long period of time on a particular sector, on a particular product. We have like vast amounts of experience. So uh, particularly in the African context, where most of the companies that we work with are startups, if if you're able to bring in a level of expertise and level of experience, that that can help you sort of navigate certain... Because if you're working with someone, uh, not to blow my entrepreneur or anything, but in, in previous lives I've worked with like uh, multinational technology companies that have branches like with every corner of the world and helping those guys like lead and deliver like successful like PR campaigns and stuff. So the experience someone like myself brings to the table in conversations with like a a six month old or a year old or two year old startup that's just finding its feet in a particular country will be very valuable because that means the way we think, we're not just thinking in terms of what's in front of us, we're thinking more long term because of experience and what I've had to navigate in, uh, in, 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 pre- in previous roles. And I think, yes, can you bring that in with like an internal resource? Yes, you can. But I think sometimes a, a PR agency and getting the right PR agency with the right level of experience gives you access to um, that level of support that that you need to to take your business forward and to drive to drive the growth um, that you want to achieve um, as as an organisation much quicker. So, exactly when should startups work with PR experts on a project basis? Only when they have a big announcement to make, or should the collaboration be ongoing? Bemi says companies will always need a PR function. There's always something to talk about, and if you're running a business, something is always happening. And if we if we if we go back to the original definition of public relations, where it's about sharing and managing information, then you you always need that PR function. It's almost like a sales function. You always need that sales function because you're always selling something. Like if you have a product to sell, you're always selling. There's no always, even if you are working on a, on a new product, whatever, you don't then just fire your sales team or you don't let go of your sales team because you're bringing out a new product. Like you, you can use that time to sort of invest like people are always selling you don't you, you never you never stop selling um as a as, as 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 a business a key moment when a startup needs pr is when they have successfully raised funding but from time to time investors want to make the announcement themselves bemi says startups should push back against this and own their own funding stories i get why it happens because investors also need to get publicity and they also need to have the names of the headlines i get that but i guess there there are other in my opinion more 
sort of effective ways of investors being in the news. There are different things, there are different milestones, there are different issues, there are different things that only investors can talk about um, that can be leveraged to, to um, again, drive publicity for them and shape um, a perception that 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 corresponds with their with their business goals and what they're trying to achieve. So rather than kind of owning the 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 investment story. There are stories to be told aside from just funding, however. Over the years in the African tech ecosystem, the funding story was the let's call it the first big story that came out of the African tech ecosystem, at least in this wave of it that tended to be the only news story that was typically covered like for, for, for a long period of time. So people got this false impression that so if I don't have a funding story, then there's no news. But one thing we're like, we've been talking to our clients about, and since we started talking drum two years ago, one thing we were very particular and insistent on was that we were not just going to announce funding stories. We are going to announce all manner of things. So product launches, partnerships, acquisitions, um, expansions, all sorts of different things. Founders can also do more in establishing themselves as thought leaders in order to boost the profiles of their ventures. Journalists are always writing articles and they're always sort of looking for experts to add context and insight to their pieces. Uh, and we have these founders who are very intelligent, very knowledgeable, who are very clued up about what's going on in their space, about all these different topics, and can be very useful allies to our media partners. And it, it, we always advise our clients to to invest in their relationships with the media and position themselves as allies with those guys because that then makes it easier for. So if someone's writing an article and they reach out to you and provide really good comments, the next time they write an article about a similar topic, they know to come to you. It is not just written publicity the startup should be seeking either. There are many brands, ourselves among them on the continent, that are working with alternative types of content like podcasts, video or social media, and startups can tap into that. For, for us as practitioners, as for us as people that advise companies on, on their public relations, we have to, we have to be willing to uh, explore and encourage our clients to explore different ways of telling their story. So yes, um, online articles are, are, are very good. Newspaper articles, TV, radio, those kind of things are very important. But then we, we see even social media is a very interesting thing. That for, for us, I'm talking drama, but most of our clients, we, we do with more kind of business to business uh, uh, companies. So we don't really do like the the TikToks or like the Instagrams or that kind of stuff like that. We don't really sort of deliver content for those platforms that much. Um, but I think there will come a time where someone's going to figure out how to do B2B content. Because the theory, my theory is there are human beings at the end of every screen, every whatever it is that information is, is consumed on. And those human beings are sometimes responsible for buying decisions or business decisions of some kind of, of some kind of way. So it's a case of how do you then create? So if, if that channel exists, if that format exists, how do you create content? Or how do you create a platform or a, a, a channel that enables your message to go in a way that makes sense to that guy or that woman who is the one that's going to make a decision to, 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 um, buy your client software or buy their product or bring that product into the, the the range of solutions that they offer within the company, that kind of thing. But using those kind of channels that they already consume information from 
um, because from a YouTube perspective, for example, like people go on YouTube to learn also different things. People have created channels where you can learn. So from a public relations perspective, it's a case of how do you then um, create content that works in that context as well? A good PR agency or advisor will also advise founders on other means of presenting themselves to a wider audience, such as speaking at an event or sponsoring a publication. Bemi says there is a misconception that such things are not part of a PR's job, but in fact they are. Being at at an event creates a perception about your CEO or the company as a whole or a particular product that then drives growth in in terms of uh, investment, sales, recruitment, uh, expansion, partnerships, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, then that's certainly a value add for, 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 for the business. Like it may not, some of these things may not jump off the page as traditional, um, it's called PR activities. But if you look at what PR actually means, what, what, what PR actually is meant to achieve, then you can also actually argue that absolutely these things are, um, activities. These are things that PR PR people should be advising their their, their clients uh, on. And even if you work in house, you should be you should be bringing these opportunities forward to your um, to your to your employers and to the teams that say, hey guys, we should be involved in this or that that or the other because it feeds into this um, perception that we're building about ourselves. away there on the value PR can bring to your business, when you should start thinking about putting your story out there and best practice in terms of shaping perceptions about your company. Many thanks to Bemi for his expertise and Talking Drum Communications for its support of this series. We'll be back next week for the second instalment when we'll look at how effective PR can help your startup navigate times of crisis. Until then, bye.